Lord. Here's our intro. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is all Lauren's fault, by the way. Hey, it's KT from the Ben and Skin Show, and you're listening to the Drunk Sports Podcast with Big Red and IndyCar Tim. Talking really sports, current events, guy stuff, and everything in between. Now open up a cold one and drink along, because here they are, Lance and Tim. You can buy me a drink. <laughs> We're all drunk. Absolutely. And here we go again. Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 11, part two of the Drug Sports Podcast. I am IndyCar Tim, along with my much smarter than me co-host, Big Red. Big Red. Mr. Big Red, and we have been sitting here Christ almighty doing weird. a show this for... This is the th- most fucked up episode of all time. We've been sitting here doing a show for 25 uh. minutes. Uh, and Lance just looked at me and he goes, wait, are we recording? And I said, I looked at the board. I said, nope. So, uh, we're starting over. That means we got to do, we got to do shots again for Tim Conway. Uh, yeah. Oh, so we're going to do all, we're going to do it all over again. Let me help you. Let me help you. Shout outs. You can't rapid everyone, fire this. We're going to, uh, I will this, I will this shout, shout outs. Everyone present. Hey, Max, thanks for being here. Miss Tammy and my lovely wife, Stacy, and uh, Miss Lauren, that y'all missed the epic burp of on, on the podcast. I'm, I'm sorry that you missed that. Scoot, God bless you, son. Thank you for being here. Uh, you just came back from Afghanistan again. Great patriot. We love you. Thank you for being here. Big thing here, uh, Tim Conway. Passed away this past week. Did you are rapid firing? The, shut up. Let me let me get done with this. Tim Conway, uh, big part of big part of our childhood growing up, uh, watching what watching him on the Carol Burnett show. We we both got to stay up late and and watch that. Dwarf on golf, man. Uh, it just it's awesome. Let me have another shot here. Thank you, Tim Conway, not Tim Ham, because <laughs> you fucked this episode up. But uh, <laughs> I didn't fuck it up. It's a do-over. Thank you, Mr. Conway. This is a do-over. Oh my God! So <sighs> drink this. I'm gonna drink some of this Balcones whiskey from Waco to the World. Thank you, Ben Rogers, for the hookup. Uh, then uh, <coughs> what's this? Uh, Force and his new girlfriend. Are you blowing through all this already? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to get through it. Force and his new girlfriend. John what? Force. What? Forest. Forrest and his new girlfriend. Look at your run sheet. I know what it is. Can we give shout outs first? We're working. We don't have to play catch up. I don't like catch up. I prefer mustard. Oh, God damn. You you put mustard on one of my barbecue sandwiches. I'm going to punch you. Hey, if you guys would like to talk to us right now or aside from right now during the week, I am at IndyCarTim on Twitter. He is at DrunkBigRed, which he is DrunkBigRed. Uh, the show Twitter at, is but not near as drunk as Drunk's, any car Tim right now at Drunk Sports DFW. You can email us at the Drunk Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we're playing catch up right now because we've been on the air literally for 30 minutes and we weren't recording. And that is all on Miss Lauren, our producer. Uh, and that is her fault. Um, 
Lance gave the big shout out to our buddy Tim Conway who passed away. We both miss him. Carol Burnett, blah, blah, blah. Yada, um, yada, 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 yada. No, that's Seinfeld. That's not. Oh, I like Seinfeld. Uh, we miss our friend Scott, who's here now. We miss you, Scott. Thankfully, Facebook's all of this. Glad um, to hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on, move on. Apologies and corrections. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Lance, let's go. Lance buried Don January, and he's not really dead. Yeah, sorry. He, um, he actually he's uh, alive. He's graduated 89. from Sunset, Sunset High School. High School UNT, UNT. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, Lance yeah, was yeah. racist when he called somebody native, and that, we don't remember. It, it was Christoph matter. Porchingis. Or he, he, Two? He doesn't fight Two? with a, Christoph's KP doesn't Who? fight with a sword. What's his last name? Porzingis. No, I know his last name. He doesn't know his last name. Porzingis. You said Porzingis. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the. Uh, this is what we do on the Drug Sports Podcast. Sorry, Thank y'all. God for not having a radio Fuck affiliation. Off. Um. So yeah, boom. There you go. Um. And Lance also thought 2020 was one year from or from he was two years from today, which it's not. Of course, that's stupid and ridiculous. I don't even know why I brought that up. Uh. The one correction I had was that we did the. Uh, for those of you who listened to the PGA Championship preview show from uh, Tuesday night, I uh, vehemently and very confidently announced is the 116th. PGA Championship, champion, championship, championship. Uh, when of course it's not, it is the hundred and first PGA Championship. This is gonna be a long from show. Beth. It's all, dude. It's already a long show. It's all Lauren's fault. Um, is it Lauren's fault or is it? So those are my corrections. Well, I don't know. You're holding me up right now. All right, go ahead. What are you doing? I'm drinking beer. Shut up. I feel like we just blew through 24 minutes of dude, show in we just, 5 minutes we, and 57 dude, seconds. We just we just did we just did what we normally do in 20 minutes. I just made it happen in about 5. Is that a good thing? Do you feel good about yourself for that? I, I kind of do. You, I feel like I you cheated do. people out of like 20 minutes of comedy. <clears throat> we didn't have to listen to 5 minutes of crying about shit either. But we missed 20 minutes of comedy. Fight. Fight. Well, fight. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Belch. All right. All right, so we're going to get right into short shots? Short shorts. Is that what we're doing? I hope you're reading Facebook because I'm not watching. I'm on it. Short shorts. Anybody? We don't have any Facebook comments. Anybody doesn't oh, wait, care? I, 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 did, I did see one. Uh, Jeb shouted out. He, my buddy Jeb was in Longview, and he's got a buddy. Some of y'all may know him. Uh Matthew McConaughey. Mr. Who's McCon- that? The Oscar award-winning Matthew McConaughey. What's he ever done? He has made every woman's panties oh, in this he slept place. With Kate, he slept with Kate Hudson. No, right. don't. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. No, he was in uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Right? Yes. What was the other one? Failure to Launch. Uh, what was the other one? Full, no. Can we say it five more times? Fool's Gold? Yes. That had Kate Hudson? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh. Hey, Matthew. Kudos, brother. And oh, she was good. What else? What else did he ever do? The Lawyer? I don't know. No, Lincoln Lawyer. There you go. 
I, I, I had to help you get there. Why did I have to help you get there to the Lincoln lawyer? I helped you get there. Where he played an attorney that worked out of the back of a Lincoln. It I've never even it was seen it. Greatness. It was a great movie. And if I've you haven't seen, seen it, it, you're stupid for not seeing it. What about Dallas Buyers Club? Dallas Buyers Club, man. You Still never seen the, it. The amount of weight. Dude, you need to see that. The amount of weight the dude lost was sick. Well, it, we saw a movie he was in while he was filming that, and he was skin and bones, all like AIDS looking. We didn't know why. Then we realized, what? No, Dallas Fire Club. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolf on Wall. He, so we saw Wolf, the Wolf of Wall Street, which he filmed at the same. He had a very minor role, but he filmed at the same time he was filming Dallas Buyers Club. Had, and we saw. It, I'm like, line. why is why is Matthew McConaughey uh, 108 pounds right now? And it was because he was filming the two shows at the same time. Matthew McConaughey was in Longview this weekend. Uh, they had a, a big storm blew, th- blew, blew through there, and uh, it, uh, it it messed up a a lot of the town that he grew up in. And uh, Longview, yeah, yes, grew up in Longview. First time hearing about it. Grew up, grew up in Longview. Was this a weather event? Yes, yeah. The tornado that blew through there and and messed up messed up lots of neighborhoods. I gotta watch more Weather Channel. No, just watch a little bit of fucking news every once in a while. Genius, but uh, yeah, Matthew was in town. Uh, they had the uh, he did the commencement speech for uh, for the graduation, and well, that's uh, really cool at the high school. Yeah, yeah, and wow. it was uh, it was a good time. And and I I, I posted on on Facebook that uh, I have recently become a huge fan of the Longview Lobos. They are a badass football team, badass high school. Are they the, the official high school football team of the Drunk Sports Podcast? They now? they will probably, yes. Yes, we will make them the official high school football team of the Drunk Sports Podcast. Uh, no, no, not just because Matthew McConaughey went there. We will make them the official high school football team. Of what about the, my high school? My high school, I, well, we're not, not going to talk about any of that. I'm trying to get through this oh, and sorry. get, get us going. My bad. Gotcha. All right, where else are we going? Thank you, uh, Mr. McConaughey, for, uh, for, for coming into to Longview and, and taking care of those folks. And uh, Jeb was there to uh, – there was a lot of memories they – they went down memory lane. They've known each other since they were kids, and it was it was really cool. I made a statement. I made a reply to a, a comment on Facebook about how Lobo Lance, which some of the folks there have dubbed me, that I need to be in town and should have, but uh, had uh, Spirit of a Hero take care of. And yeah, we were going to get into that as well for the over the weekend. There was rain. Uh, Lots of rain in town. Just because rain happens does not mean that charity stops. Nope. Um, Absolutely not. So as we mentioned on the last episode, there was a a function scheduled for uh, American Eagle Harley-Davidson. It's the Spirit of a Hero, um, spiritofahero.org, that was to benefit Mr. Dan. What was the last name? Remember? Yeah, look at your shirt. Um, Dan Licardo. Uh, Mr. Dan Licardo. Uh, there Sorry, was food. Dan. There were, like, kids stuff. It was Everything was scheduled. It was a good time. We've been to this before. Uh, and, of course, the rain kept a lot of people away. 
unfortunately. Yeah, normally um, we feed, you know, five, seven hundred, eight hundred bikes with folks and uh it's man, it's it's always an awesome turnout and we raise a lot of money to uh to to help these these vets. Spirit of a hero is about a organization that uh they pick one vet a year and they go in and they totally every dime that we raise that they raise they renovate people's houses cars make these guys the true heroes of of this world they make their lives better and uh we got in some trouble this this year uh the mr the, dan licardo was a navy seal yes he was he but it 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 rained us out and it was it was bad so i'm gonna throw this out there real quick we got a ton of food left over uh i've got uh, probably about 25, 30 pounds of, of brisket, some pulled pork, some some sausage. If anybody if anybody would would like to have some, then uh, hit me up. Uh, ping me on Facebook. Ping me on uh, Max would like some. Ping. <laughs> it's my Twitter. impression that Max always likes the meat. Dude, uh, all right. See, he just proved it. <laughs> I'm sorry this is happening right now. This is a serious <laughs> moment. Hit me up. Let, let's raise some money. I've got uh, everything packaged up in about uh, two pound packages. My my wife and and uh, and Miss Lauren set out and and helped package the the pork and uh, sausage. We can we can sell this stuff up sell this stuff out make some money everything i have in my freezers will now be available let's sell it and uh raise some money for spirit of a hero I, the man deserves the same turnout that everybody that i've cooked for for the last two or three years and uh he didn't get it because of the weather because of the weather and uh we need we need to help this man out and we're gonna make something else happen we'll we'll, we'll do another cook and uh, this guy needs some help. So be uh, be a true American. Help this help this true, really true American. Uh, help him out, and let, let's let's raise some money and uh, make his life a little bit better. Mr. Dan Licardo is a an ex Navy SEAL. Uh, he is a double amputee uh, from the knees down, I believe. After talking to him and meeting him. Um, we met him yesterday. It was, it yes. was awesome. And uh, so the 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 point of the uh, event was to raise money to help him um, to uh, modify his house, uh, his car, uh, do all the things that need to be done to help him live as much of a normal life as he possibly can as a double amputee, and as an ex Navy SEAL, uh, as an ex veteran. Uh, that I believe he deserves that he deserves whatever anybody can help give. So, uh, he was, you know, unfortunately he was a little cheated by the weather, uh, because these things in the past with good weather have raised a ton of money. Uh, but a lot of the events that were going to going to happen, uh, and the food, uh, were canceled because of the weather. So if you guys can buy and, and, and donate, just buy food. If you don't want to, if you don't want to buy food, you can donate at spiritofahero.org. Uh, it will go to Dan. 
but anybody that wants to buy food, I think you're selling them in what two pound packages? Two pound packages, yes. Uh, and that will go directly to him, uh, as it would have over the weekend at American Eagle Harley Davidson. So let's uh, let's let's join together and and make this man's life better because he did stuff while you lay to sleep at night and and lived your freedom that uh, you don't even want to think about. So. No, and that's why we're here. Uh, we are here right now at this table uh, because of the efforts of our veterans and uh, those that fought for us. Uh, Lance is a veteran. Lance fought. Uh, I did not. Um, I was, I'm was. i a supporter. I love you, buddy, and I'm sorry that it didn't happen for you, and uh, we're going to make it right. We're going to make it right. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, that's one, that's one thing everybody can do to help out. Uh, spiritofahero.org uh, let us know what's going on um, we would also like to uh, talk about uh, I know that was tough i got to recover from that for a second it's a little emotional about that um, but we have to transition back into the podcast and back into sports uh, so Lance um, the next uh, the next segment we would go into is Short sports shots, right? Why does it have a different name? Over here? Khaki shorts. I don't shorts. know. Is is it short shots or short sports shots? Short shots. It's only short shots. Yeah. Khaki short shorts. Lance, what color are your shorts right now? They're khaki. Khaki. Are they the khaki shorts? Khaki. I don't do not believe they are. Lauren, the are they the khaki shorts? shorts? All right, well then, fuck it. So moving along, these are short sports shots. These are things I want to talk about, but I want to do a whole segment about for those of you soaring at home. So the first thing I have is the Rangers season. Uh, again, it continues. The Rangers are twenty-one and twenty-three, eight and a half games behind Houston. Last twenty-one week. and twenty-three. Yes, they're not twenty-one and twenty-three. They're not two games. They're not two games below five hundred, are they? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. Just two. Last week when we spoke, Holy they shit. were 17 and 21. Oh, my bad. Seven and a half games behind Houston. That tells you uh, how much I've been paying attention. Yeah, you probably not. No one else is. They had a walk-off win today against the Cardinals. Uh, it was a good game today. Um, the team leaders uh, haven't changed. Andrus leads uh, with a team batting average of 325. Stolen bases at eight. Delano DeShield still holds that uh, tie. Although he's in the minors, so he ain't going to accumulate any stolen bases. And then every other offensive category uh, is led by the great Joey Gallo. Mr. Joey Gallo. Mr. Joey Gallo, who leads in runs scored at 32, home runs at 13, and RBI at 32. Thank you, brother, for coming back. Um, the Rangers are going nowhere. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've talked about them before. They're going nowhere, as they shouldn't. Hopefully, John Daniels has a plan. But they're going nowhere. Rangers fans, please don't get your hopes up because it ain't happening. Uh, NBA playoffs that nobody cares about. Right now in the West, we got Golden State against Portland. And guess Thor what? Thor is probably barking in his kennel right now. Guess what? Golden State fucking leads Portland three games to none. And it's not even close right now. Big surprise. They're not playing. No, Portland's not playing well at all. You know, da- Damian Lillard, Portland's best player, who a lot of people are saying should come to the Mavs. Uh, the first two rounds against Oklahoma City and Denver, uh, he had space. They did not play him defensively tight. He had space. He could do the, 
the jib jab with the whatever the dribble. He could step back and he had room to do the three, to shoot the three. Dude, he is not getting that space right now against Golden State. They are they are defensively tight on him. Uh, anytime he's got the ball, he has nowhere to pass it. He looks like an idiot out there. He looks like a rookie. They're making him look like a rookie right now. Uh, anytime he's got the ball on the perimeter, instead of shoot, instead of moving up and shooting f- shooting forward, uh, he has to step back for a three, and they're in his face, and he is failing miserably as a, as a star in the NBA in the playoffs. Um, so Golden State clearly is going to win that series, as, as we all predicted. It's it's not a surprise. Um, and out in the in the East. Um, you have Milwaukee and Toronto. Uh, Milwaukee at the time, I, I know they were playing late tonight. I don't know who won tonight, but at the time that I took this, Milwaukee led Toronto two to nothing. Toronto has looked silly in that series, and it has not been close. So clearly, the uh, speculation for the NBA Finals is going to be Golden State and Milwaukee. Uh, the NBA is going to hate that. For Milwaukee in the East, screw the NBA. It's good basketball. Yeah, nobody cares what what the NBA. The the, the Greek freak is there, and uh, he won't be there after. Yeah, uh, even Max is agreeing with me. He's not going to be there very much longer. So, uh, we also have the NHL playoffs going on. St. Louis leads San Jose three to two. Boston swept Carolina four to nothing. Of course, Carolina swept their uh, the Islanders in round two. Uh, so they're, uh, Boston just sitting there waiting uh, for St. Louis and San Jose to uh, finish out the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, even though Boston is uh, or uh, San Jose or Blues, sorry, Blues are up three to two. I still see San Jose coming back and winning this. My prediction was a San Jose and Boston Finals with Boston sweeping the Sharks because nobody likes the Sharks. Who likes the Sharks? Does anybody like the Sharks? I don't like the Sharks. I'm thinking drink your beer because sharks. I like them so much less than I like anybody else. Uh, sharks are terrible. Um, the other short shot that I had, Lance, is gonna, it's going to involve some of your participation. Here. Oh, God. So the Atlanta... I don't even know how to start this. Yes, Max. So... so one of the biggest contentions of Major League Baseball by any fan. Thank you, sir. Is strikes. Balls and strikes, right? Balls that, and strikes. Who that, calls balls and strikes? As Lance, I mean, as uh, Max clinches his balls in front of us. Um, balls and strikes. Who calls balls and strikes? It's a human umpire. It's been like that for 100 and what are we going on now? 50, 170 years now that I'm we've had baseball. because I can't think. So, yeah. 170 years that we've had baseball, it has been a human umpire behind the plate calling balls and strikes. Even though we have the technology when you watch it on TV, we got the Fox tracks, ESPN has their thing. Which is cool. Dude, it's badass. You can see the release of the release point from the pitcher and track the ball all the way through the strike zone or all the way through the plate. So everyone has always asked, well, why can't we just use that for strikes and balls? Don't well, the mind the uh, tech- studio door slamming in the background. It's, it's all cool. The technology has been there for a while, but no league has ever been brave enough to attempt this on a league scale. Well, that just changed because the Atlantic League is now going to use an electronic 
strike zone. They're, they're going to let computers call balls and strikes uh, when a pitcher throws the ball. There's still going to be an umpire there. He's going to be behind everybody but farther back, and he's going to confirm. How the hell can he see it from further back? Half of them can't see it from where they're at. Well, I think you just made a point for the electronic strike zone. Well, and, and that's fine, but the the – the, the thing about the game and the thing about having the umpires and God bless you boys that, that do that on the side that, I mean, it's, 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 it's a judgment call and that's, that's been part of the game. That's, that's how it, how it works. And I've got, I got, you know, Carl, buddy, I love you. You do it. And I don't uh, understand how you can continue to do it as long as you have. I've known you for absolutely ever. <laughs> and, since 89, and he calls balls and strikes. and For a living? He doesn't do it for a living. He does it on, on the side. side. You know, calls high school games, and, and, and you know, it just, it's, 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 it's part of the game. And, but if, if they're going to do it electronically, that's cool. But why even have anybody there to verify it? I mean, if you're going to do it, if you're going to just cut them off, cut the nuts off, Let's, let's go with it. Well, you just made the best point. It's part of the game. Uh, human uh, interpretation, the umpire's interpretation of the strike zone, that's part of the game. Major League players know, uh, based on who's who's behind home plate, pitchers, batters, they all know, um, well, who's, you know, what's to expect for the strike zone tonight? Is a is an umpire A who's got a big strike zone likes to yes, call them low. I, gu- I guarantee you. I guarantee you that that professional teams and and college teams when when they know these crews that go out there, they know the guy that's going to be behind the plate before the game is. They know how they call it: small strike zone, big big strike zone. Are they pitchers pitchers umpire? Are they a hitters umpire? They know what they need to do. So right. I just I yeah. So they game plan for that. Pitchers can game plan. For whatever freaking umpire is going to be behind home plate, and that's how they game plan their their, their the game for for the hitter that lineup for that pitcher. But now, if it's going to be the same every single time, and it's going to be called by a freaking computer, do you know who's paying attention to this? Scott is got his hand raised. Mister Scott Chapel has his hand up. He would like to go to the bathroom, Someone, or he would like to comment. Who's the highest paid? Usually a pitcher. Well, they replace a pitcher with a machine. Ooh, that's a whole well, other story right there. That's $135 IQ right prices. there. So now we got T-ball for adults. Pretty much. Well, yeah, if you're going to have an electronic strike zone. You don't make it more like the NFL. No, I don't, I don't disagree with that. flag football, so we're not going to talk about that either. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just love pushing that button. So, no, if you're going to have a freaking idiot computer that's going to judge your strikes and balls, you know what, in the NFL? I don't want a computer judging Why is there not a computer judging catches and and if the catch is out of bounds and if it was a catch or it wasn't a catch? Why do we need people? Part of the beauty of the game of of baseball is the fact that a pitcher like Maddox – could throw black edges all day, every day. We call that painting the corners. Right. 
So, but then you have the defensive catchers that are paid high dollar for framing that pitch. Those, I mean, those guys are going to go away, and that's bullshit. I mean, straight bullshit, because that's how those guys made their money. Those guys, the, the true defensive catchers that know how to catch and know how to make that pitch. Who know how to that, frame pitches. That know how to make that a pitch. That is a lost that, art. No, right, and there's not a whole lot of them out there. But those guys are going to go away. Because now it's it's just it's all electronic, and that's and my buddy that calls games is going to lose his job eventually if it if this shit keeps going on. I mean that's extra money for his pocket. So those of you who value uh, baseball, who value the tradition, who value uh, the the human element, those of you who value the the human umpire interpretation, it's all going away. Uh, Somebody give Scott Chapel a damn mic and let's turn this shit on. Get up there. Turn the mic on. Does he want a mic? Hang on. Let's let's hang, give give us a minute. It doesn't work. So why can't we have outfielders that are in like a cart with a thing at the top golf? I agree with that statement. You can do that. Yeah. Why not? If we're going to have robots calling balls and strikes, why not have robots filling outfield balls, shagging balls? That's garbage. So the Atlantic League is going there. They're starting that this year. Hey, Kim Gallagher just joined. Hey, Kimmy. I guarantee you that Major League Baseball is watching very closely how that works, if it succeeds, if it doesn't. Uh, so be looking out. If they do it, I will probably stop watching baseball altogether. For Major League Baseball to have electronic balls and strikes, which tampers with the fabric of the game and which would make me crazy. And if our balls were electronic, our wives would... Uh, next, go ahead. <laughs> I'm out. Next. Nana. Uh, Lance, do you remember a Dallas Cowboys cornerback by the name of Nate Jones? Vaguely. Played from 06 to roughly, I don't know, 09, 010, 010, is that a thing? 010. He was a cornerback. He went from there to Miami. Uh, He was not very successful as a cornerback in the NFL. He was out of the league um, soon thereafter. However, he is back in the league now. Would you like to pose a guess how he was back in the league? Uh, what, Max? Coaching. Coaching. Have, coaching, no. That's a good guess. That's a good guess, but no. That's the logical have, guess. Max, I have the run sheet, and <laughs> that is a, that is so a definite no. So, Mr. Nate Jones. Maybe the first time I've looked at the run sheet all night, but now I know that that's a no. And his uh, buddy, Terry Killens. Uh, and I don't know who Terry played for, but he played around the same time. They are now back in the league as referees. They are former players who have become referees in the league. And uh, real quick, who else better to referee the game than somebody that played the damn game? I, I, I mean, and I, I have nothing against women. I have one of the most gorgeous women in my life. 
here, sitting here. But she can't she referee a football game? I don't want her refereeing uh, football games. Even if she knew everything about it, I wouldn't want her refereeing a game. Why not have guys that play the game, that know how the game is played, where hits are need to be made, and have them calling the game? Dude, I'm – I, I <laughs> again – So you don't I, have a problem with this? Yeah, no, absolutely not. Good. Because absolutely, this this whole this this whole game of the NFL is going to shit, dude. Before it's over with, we're going to be playing pad, playing in pads, and doing flag football. What Kavanaugh is doing in California right now? Gotta hope playing flag fucking football. Why? Because I want him back on the air. He'll be on the air. He's coming back. I hope they lost. Hey, Cav. Kevin, you guys lost slow, Jeff. Hey, broken knee, Jeff. I hope you don't screw up your knee anymore, but I, I hope you win. Fuck him. So, you know, I agree. Hey, ex-players, especially a quarterback. He played corner. Absolutely. He played in the secondary. He was asked. He was asked specifically. Uh, I forgot. I was watching ES, whatever. Just glad to hit the right button. Show I was on. You did. like Absolutely. That one. <laughs> Um, so he was asked specifically, he's like, so the new rules with defensive backs, the new rules like about interference, he was asked specifically about, you know, how do you feel, how will you interpret that on the field as an ex-quarterback? Dude, his answer was freaking spot on. He goes, well, you know what? When I was in the league, I was taught you cover with your feet and your eyes. Your hands have nothing to do with it. If you're covering with your hands, it should be a penalty. And you know what? He's right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. <laughs> so, dude, Thank no, you, I, I support I support ex uh, NFL players if they want to be referees. I got no problem with that at all. <laughs> I wish they were all ex players. Uh, moving on in uh, quick hits or short sports short 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 shorts. Uh, did you see? I know you did because I saw it the same time as you because I was over here at your house the other night. The NASCAR fight. It was last night while the while these great women that we're married to were packing meat for us. They were packing meat in the garage, <laughs> and it wasn't our meat. But no, they were packing meat for Spirit of a Hero. They did a great job. Again, thanks, ladies. We we love y'all for doing that. And I I I, I can't I, again. I can't tell y'all how much I was up for thirty plus hours, and my wife. And Miss Lauren stepped in, helped pack the leftover meat, and it was they did an awesome job. Thank y'all so much, ladies. But back back to this, I'm sorry. Yeah, you and I were in the living room while they were doing stuff yeah, productive. Well, we were we were talking about our new our new toy and we were talking about sports that were going on it was cool and thank you so much, baby. I, I appreciate you. So yeah, Clint Boyer, Ryan Newman got into a NASCAR fight. It's the what? It's the freaking all star race, right? It was an all star race. Million dollars at hand. Do they count points for the all star race? They do not. There's no points. But it, but it's about a million dollars somewhere. Well, if you in win, area. neither one of them were gonna win. I'm gonna elbow you in the nose if I'm. It's about a hundred bucks. Hey, you can elbow me in the nose and I'll split it with you. I don't even care. I'll let you. I will I mean, allow it. <laughs> Somebody offer up a hundred bucks. Let me elbow him in the nose, okay. and Tim and I will split it for 
50 bucks a piece. So NASCAR fights always make good for good news, good radio, uh, good video. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who was at fault. I can't. I saw the video. I don't know who was who, but Ryan Newman and uh, Clint Boyer. I believe it was uh, Ryan Newman attacking Clint Boyer, punching him through the screen. Nope. With, nope. Was nope. it the other way around? It was the other way around. God damn it. Clint Boyer, Clint Boyer came up and uh, Newman. So I count on you for NASCAR New, shit. Newman, you didn't even chime in. Newman had already dropped his net, and uh, there was a, a rapid fire punching going on. And I don't know why a man would punch another man with a helmet on, but uh, it happened. Yeah. By the way, he had his helmet on in the car still. And I. But I get it. Whatever. I love those guys. So tempers were flaring. It was a NASCAR fight. Everybody check it out on YouTube because that's about all it's worth. Uh, the last short sport snort shot shot quick hit California. I don't know what it's called. Uh, and this will only matter to a small percentage of, of our listeners, and it might only matter to me. Uh, but one of the, I, I mentioned we were out earlier. Uh, we were at Wild Pitch, and I happened to locate a TV that had the Indy 500 qualifying on it. And um, my buddy... There's a lot of rain going on today. My good friend, I'm best friends with him in the whole world. I will call him and text him right now. Uh, Fernand, I'm lying. I don't know him at all. My wife's shaking Fernando her head. Alonso, who used Fernando to... Fernando Alonso, two-time Formula One world champion. Who last year ran for McLaren. Uh, he ran for McLaren under the Andretti Autosport umbrella uh, and Rookie of the Year, by the way, last year. Today, he failed to qualify. He was bumped uh, by 19 one-thousandths of a second. So, I, I should know more about this than I do, and I, I will look into it. This was a McLaren-run chassis. That was their big deals. Is, is is that this has to be a McLaren chassis, and not a, a Delara like every other IndyCar team runs? Because that's the only other freaking IndyCar chassis that oh, just puts me in the gut right now because it makes me want to vomit when I say that. But uh, Delara is the only other IndyCar chassis. Thank you. Um, so McLaren wanted to get into that game, and do they failed to qualify? Apparently, failed miserably. 19 one-thousandths of a second. So there will be no McLaren. There will be no Fernando Alonso in the Indy 500. I will still watch it. And I will still be interested to see how low Marco Andretti finishes in And you will still ride. eat the sandwich that your wife makes for you. Oh, there's a tradition there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yes, I, I weep. Absolutely count is I did. I, we, I was a little drunk. Crawling. But and you can ask uh, Lauren, Scott, and Tammy that, that I was with. I, I walked away to go watch it, and I came back, and I was a little distraught. I was, yeah, yeah, no, I, it, it affected me, and it's embarrassing, but it did. So, um, so Lance, what happened at Beth Page this weekend? There was a uh, PGA Championship there. And Beth Page Black. Golf tournament. Golf tournament. The big golf tournament. And our buddy, Brooks Kepka, who, by the way, has guns. Oh, he's a badass. He's a badass. He led from uh, the the first tee 
until the the last putt. Well, after it, it was the the tournament was pretty much over after the front nine for him. Once, yeah. Once he once he got all once he got off the first tee, got through the front nine. He was uh, he was up and he led and won the tournament from uh, from stem to stern, front to back, all the way. It Dude, was it, uh, it was awesome. It was never in question. Well, it was it was in today the, on the on the back nine on the on the on the second half of the back nine. It got it got close. It got within a, a shot or two between him and and his buddy DJ, and uh, it was it was fun to watch because uh, DJ got going and uh, DJ made a little run. He made a little run tonight. Brooks, to, uh, today. Brooks got uh, Brooks had like I think. Four bogeys in a row, and it made it made it interesting. But uh, he he did pull his head off his ass and and made it happen. It's a major. It, it, um, yeah, and our our local boy was Jordan Spieth again was going for the uh, the career grand career slam. grand slam, and he was there. He he he, he I think he finished he in the well. I, I believe he finished in the top five, which is the first time this season that he has finished in the top twenty. Of any tournament, regardless of major or not, and did not still did not play well. Did not play well. So uh, Brooks got a few notes on him. Uh, his sixty-three in the first round was a course record. Uh, his one twenty-eight through thirty-six holes was a major championship record. By the way, he broke whose record? Tigers. Nope, not Tiger. Nope. Nick Faldo had a one thirty. That it would be Sir Nick, Sir Nick, Faldo. Nick Faldo. He broke Sir Nick Faldo's record of a 130 for the first two through a major. There were three. three. Uh, his seven-shot lead entering the final round was a PGA Championship record. Um, so Mr. Brooks Kepka did not just dominate. Wait. He didn't just win. No, let me go back. He didn't just dominate. I'm glad we can scrub this shit. He dominated. Oh. He dominated. That's a new word. All right. Mr. Brooks Kepka. Welcome to the Timsonary. <laughs> well, there's no word. Hey, if the English language had a word, I would use it. Uh, but it doesn't. Um, dude, this this is like going back to Tiger in 2000. The domination. No, yes, right now. Yes, he has won. He has now won four, ma- four of the last eight majors. Yes, four of the last eight. By the way, who missed the cut? Tiger. Tiger missed the cut. Going into. What are you asking me? Um. Do either one of us need a beer? Do we need one? Um. No. Do we so want our buddy one? Max yes. is interrupting the show. Why are you grabbing my, my shit? It's not, it was your beard, not your shit. It's the same size as my dick. No, it's not. You fucking liar. Yes, we... <laughs> six inches, baby. Yes, we both need beers. Six we love inches. you, Max. We love six you, Max. Six inches. Hey, girls, thank you so much. Now that we're talking about this again, thank you, girls. So, yeah, Brooke, Brooks Kepka, by the way, with his guns, the gun show... Uh, and the unstable Nike cap. I did not like the cap that he had on all weekend. It, and there was there were several of those guys. Uh, 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 Day had one on. Finau had one on. 
uh, the the Naki oh, the Naki felt so good going in just now. The Naki name vertically, it, it was. It yeah, like I don't was, like that. I don't like that. The Nike and, the, look. and the whole shoes where the laces are covered. I'm look like they were slip. They look like Skechers. Was yeah. he wearing Skechers? Like Lauren has the same shoes. They're slip ons. You can't do that. She has them on now. No, she. Oh yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> shoes right there. That's, that's unstable. Hey, you playing golf later or what? Uh, so, Mr. Brooks Kepka, good God almighty, is dominating the PGA right now. Um, and we would love to hear Mr. John Gerber's opinion of, of his streak um, and what what is happening on the PGA. By the way, very quietly, like we mentioned, Tiger missed the cut. Nobody talked about it at all. Well, uh, no. No, they didn't. But did, did you happen to see, I was, I was watching it early on, and uh, whenever, whenever the leaders were coming into the clubhouse before the before the round, his uh, Brooks was walking in with his I don't know if it's his his bride or his girlfriend or what. But, Whoever she is, uh, she's a lucky chick. No, she, well, is she lucky or is he? Because I mean, she's pretty good looking. And oh no, she's lucky. It, she was she was walking in. They were walk. He was walking in. She was with him. She looked like she was leaning over. To give him, oh, I, I get to throw one. Yeah, we get to throw. She, she looked, I she forgot. looked like she was leaning over to give him a good luck, baby, and he was well, like, "No, just, no, just, kidding. just do it." Oh God, here we go. Score. Okay, but anyway, I'm back, Joe Thornton. Back to the story. She leaned over to give him a kiss as he was going into the clubhouse, and he was like, "No, just keep going." On the way in. Yeah. It, I mean. Because he's a badass. The, the dude is so, he was so focused. It, 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 even uh, Faldo talked about how he didn't care. He probably doesn't remember the name of the guy he played with in the last round, the third round, the second round, whenever it was. He was worried. He was, he was focused on what he was doing, how it was going. I know that I heard several times whenever uh, they were on the course and, and DJ was, was making a move and making birdies and and uh, Brooks was making bogeys that, uh, you know, Brooks wasn't looking at at the scoreboard. He, he, he had no idea what was going on. He was worried about what he was doing. And, man, that, that dude, he's a, he's a hoss. So I listened to uh, Jim Nance and uh, Sir Nick Faldo on the broadcast. Hello, and, friends. And, and going going into it, um, when it was on TNT, I I, I heard um, Mr. Faldo and Mr. Jim Nance and Nick Fal- and Jim asked you know about about Brooks. He's like, you know what? What's he going through right now? Uh, hey, uh, Nick Faldo, you've been through this. Uh, what what what's Brooks going through right now? What's going through his head? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what he's thinking? Give me a British accent when you talk about what. Uh, Good day, mate. That's not. Oh no. Uh, Hung Chung Chow. No fail. Oh, okay. Fail. <laughs> fail. So Nick Faldo said of Brooks Kepka, uh, "This guy is oblivious." He is oblivious to everything around him. He is oblivious when he bogeys. He is oblivious when he eagles. He's oblivious when he pars, uh, when he double bogeys, uh, or when he bogeys two holes in a row, which he did 
on, uh, I think it was nine and ten. Nick Faldo said he is oblivious to that. He bogeyed four holes in a row on the back, four or five. Nick Faldo four said holes. he is oblivious to anything and everything going on around him in a good way, because if he's shooting par, he, he's he sh- he keeps going. If he's eight under, twelve under par, he thinks he's even par. If he's got a seven-stroke lead, he thinks he's got a zero-stroke lead. And that's how you should play the game. But for Nick Faldo, sir, I'm sorry, sir Nick Faldo, uh, to come on the airwaves and say that this guy has the most mental fortitude of any golfer on the on the course this included tiger woods by the way and from what i understand that's he, a big he, he deal is, he is one of the few guys that has a mental coach fuck is a mental coach did they got psychologists psychiatrists they they all who have pays those. him who pays who the mental coach the player does god i need a mental coach right now well, I mean, hey, does somebody want to be my mental coach? There's nobody in here that needs to be your mental coach because everybody else in here listening to us is mental as fuck. Lauren says she's been my mental coach for 14 years. Well, I think I need a new one. Hence your situation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yes, Brooks Kepka wins the PGA as we all knew he would. Congratulations, brother. Um, and we'll, next, we will be back at Beth Page Black. In 2024 for the Ryder Cup. Oh, and yeah. Let's put our bets in now. Who's going to be the captain of that Ryder Cup team? Who do you think you will be the captain? You want to put bets in now. No, I, I'm just. For the Ryder Cup. Who will, no, who will be the Ryder years. Cup captain? Who do you think? Arnold Palmer. Dead. Oh. Uh, I share a birthday with him. Don't, Jack don't. Nicholson. No. <laughs> Not even you, a golfer. Are you trying to imply that Brooks Kepka is going to be no, the no, Ryder Cup no? Champion? I'm not. I think, I think that uh, Philly Mick, Phil Mickelson, could oh, possibly really? be the team captain on for 2024. He's the one that said that. he said that Beth Page Black would be a great place because of the. The fandom, the crowd, absolutely is a would be big around them. Be a good home field advantage for the and U.S. Where, team. Where's the Ryder Cup? That's at Bethpage Black in twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four at Bethpage Black in seventeen years. <laughs> no, in, in here we go. In five years. No, in five Sam. years. I just I like making you laugh, jackass. In, no, in, I did. In five, in, in five years, I had to think about it for a second. In five years, whenever I'm pushing, what I'll be fifty-five then. So Phil will be fifty-four-ish. What? How old is Phil now? He's like seventy-four. No, he's forty. Just turned forty-nine. He's forty-eight or forty-nine years old. I believe that he will be the captain of that team in a great place to make a huge stand, and it's going to be fun. <clears throat> All right, so if he is, what is your opinion of that? My opinion. Would you of, agree with that decision? Absolutely. Absolutely. Phil, as the leader of the American team in the Ryder Cup. Would you, can you think of anybody else that would be better? Freddie Couples. What? Freddie Couples will be a captain before then. 
Well, there's only... Well, you do it, what, every four years? Every two years, too. Every two years. Every two years. So it's like the Olympics. The Olympics of golf. Freddie Couples will never be in a, never be a captain for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, he will. The coolest man well, in golf. Well, he's only got Freddie one Couples. chance then before here and there, right? There's going to be one in 2020. Which There'll is be next one year. In 2022. Freddie Couples won't do it, no. Because if he did, he'd ask me then to play. No, he would not. Because even John Gerber can't fix that swing. <laughs> we don't know that yet. That has yet to be proven because John Gerber said he could fix that swing. Me, you, John Gerber, and Jeb Brown on the Ryder Cup team at uh, Bethpage Black. I would dominate. That wouldn't be a good four-team scramble, I would think. <laughs> well, it would be all John Gerber. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, what, and I mean, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, Matthew McConaughey might be driving around drinking beer with us. Was he going to drive the cart? It, the only way that we would play in the Ryder Cup is if... All right, all right, all right. The only way that we could play in the Ryder Cup is if they if we could carry beer in the carts and, 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 and get by one hole. Do time. they not let you do that? that I'm sure they would. Like, but why would anyone play in the Ryder Cup if you can't drink beer while you're doing it? Oh, there was another one. That seems ridiculous to me. Next. So, Ryder Cup 2024. Uh, Phil Mickelson will, will Ar- be Captain Arnold America. Arnold Palmer is going to dominate. We just agreed. Um, so, Lance, there's been a lot of speculation about the Dallas Cowboys. There is a local football team that plays in the National Football League. Um, and they're the called Dallas Cowboys? the Dallas Cowboys. They're not worth a lot of money. Um, they play in the Cotton Bowl. No, they're not worth a lot. They're just the 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 highest on in Forbes uh, team, most the most valuable sports franchise in the they, world. They currently play at the Cotton Bowl, and they're worth about one hundred twenty thousand dollars. This net is worth. not nineteen sixty seven. Fuck off, Tim. And uh, they just fired their offensive coordinator in Scott Linehan. That didn't just happen. That was their like last year. Their head coach is Tom Landry. Nope. Their he's owner, dead. Uh, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys Jarrah. is Roger Staubach. Jarrah Jones. Who? Jarrah. He owns the team? I thought he... Oh, okay. I got to catch up then, man. Because I really thought he was like an oil man from Arkansas. No, you're that, bad. Okay. My bad. So, apparently, they have fired their previous offensive coordinator Sorry, uh, in Scott Linehan because they sucked. Um, and apparently, and I'm just, I'm going off of, um, I'm going off of stuff that I read on uh, Sports Illustrated and Was the sporting like a 1973 news. issue, some shit? And I read it in the newspaper that their offense was terrible. A newspaper. So, um, going into this year, they have a new offensive coordinator. The Fort and Worth a new quarterback Starbogram. Fort Worth Star Telegram. Sorry, that's a commercial that I heard when I was a kid. Um, so, Lance, do you know who their new offensive coordinator is? Give it to me, Max. Who? Kalen Moore. Kalen Moore. Kalen, that, that, that's a woman. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore would be their offense. Kalen Dorsett? No. 
Is your daughter the new offensive coordinator of the Cowboys? No, because my daughter's name is Caitlin. But I, I do. That's what he but, said. but I do have a stepdaughter named Kaylin. So yes, but her name was never Dorset. Oh, but she is so not. Confusing. She is not the offensive coordinator now. Are we yeah, sure? Yeah, I'm. Po- I'm, I'm positive. I'm positive. So Cowboys Kelly- fans have long been waiting for a change to the Cowboys offense. Uh, it has long been said that they are predictable. That they are a high school offense. <laughs> Jeff Brown said we would shoot ten over in a four man scramble. Who? Who's the four? Me. Me and you and Tammy and him. No, me, or me you, and you me, and Matthew McConaughey me, you, and him. Jeb and Matthew McConaughey. And Gerb. Hey, I don't know. Gerb would carry us, but uh, apparently he thinks that no, the best the best, the best Gerb could do would be ten over. Gerb and Jeb would carry us. I'd putt. We would, All I would do is putt. We would be the, the beer drinking crew. That's Isn't that what we're supposed to do in a scramble? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, coming up this season, everybody want, wanted changes. All Cowboys fans wanted changes to the freaking offense. Because they've been predictable. They've been inefficient. Stupid. All we do Sorry. is run Zeke. Oh, can we throw the ball? Does Zach have an arm? Does he know how to throw? Can he be accurate? Good Freaking God Almighty, I'm tired of it all. Dak is our quarterback, all right? He's going to get signed. He's going to make $31 million a year. Get the freak over it. Tired of the argument. We both got to meet him last week, right? What we did? Oh, yeah, we talked to Dak. We already brought that up, right? Last week, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, Dak's a cool guy. I don't care if he's a cool guy. He's a good quarterback. He can throw the ball. And he can freaking run, right? We've been through this. He can run. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, he can run. Do we need to fight? And he's got good Do you say he has nice eyelashes? Uh, he's pretty. He's pretty. All right. So, regardless of all of those things, why will the Cowboys offense be different? Other It will be different because Scotland Hand is gone. He's gone. As long as, as, long as from what I understand, Scotland Hand's offense was based off of Garrett's offense. And as long as Garrett gives uh, Kellen Moore enough leash to hang himself, then maybe shit changes. But will but. Garrett allow that? If Garrett doesn't allow that, then Garrett will be fired at the end of the year. He's going to lose his job. Garrett will be fired at the end of the year. Promise? I can't pick his word to it. Well, no one promises that, but it's pretty much understood that's what's going to happen. Because I'm not Jerry Jones, and I can't can't swear to that. But if Garrett gives Kellen enough leash to change the offense, Uh I... I don't want to say this out loud, but if Garrett gives Kellen... It's a podcast. You have to say it out loud. I'm, I'm trying to. If you'll shut up long enough, to let me get it out of my fucking mouth. If you don't talk... I'm just kidding. If Garrett <laughs> gives Kellen Moore enough leash... My God, that's oh impressive. My then I believe uh, shit's going to change. It, it, we we got to give the kid a chance. We got to give the kid a chance. Well, and that's the thing. Do you want to give a complete, inexperienced, ex 
Can it be quarterback any fucking could, worse than what we had wait. last year whenever you and I were sitting and calling plays before they happened? And knew the what they room. were going to do ahead of time. Dude, we could call, we could call three Tammy plays. Tammy either needs to go to the bathroom plays. or she has a comment. She got a pee-pee. Isn't that how Garrett got his job? He was a poor-rated backup quarterback and now he's head he was not. He was. He was not a poor. He was not a poor backup no, quarterback. He was. He a was a good, good backup he was quarterback a who also became a quarterback coach in New York and then went to Tampa. Tampa, Miami, Miami. He in New York went to Miami, and he yes. was on par either way here or somewhere else. He was on par to be a head coach. But that's not somebody was going to hire him. What if you can't do either? So here's here's here is the projection Don't on the difference between that. this year's Cowboys offense and next year's Cowboys offense. Uh, by the way, John Kitna, for those of you who remember, Mr. John Kitna is now our Cowboys quarterback coach. I think that's great. I, Why? Why? Why is that great? You said I think that's great. I'm not disputing it. I would like to know why you think that. I think John Kitna is a great quarterback coach. I don't I dude, whatever guys get to this level playing quarterback, they know how to play the game. Accuracy or not, they know how to play the damn game. But but whenever you have somebody that has been a a true journeyman of the game, he's seen all the ins and outs. He knows where he's been, and he can help. Maybe he can help Dak get through the muggledy muck that he's been through. So I have a quote here from Kellen Moore. Oh yeah, uh, talking about the offense. I don't know if it's alarming or if I like it because I'm a. I'm, I'm going into it, I'm a fan of Kellen Moore because I've heard enough about him that people that have said he's a genius, whatever, an offensive aficionado, whatever. I would like you to hear this quote. He says, I think the beauty of our current roster is we have a lot of versatility. We, the Dallas Cowboys, have guys that can kind of line up in a lot of different places. Hopefully, we can be multiple and present things in different ways. At the end of the day, we still have our found, our foundation and our full of philosophy. Well, hopefully, he didn't sound like that when he said it, like a two-year-old. We don't know that. Maybe he did. But, I mean, the words that you spoke were knowledgeable because I, yes how are they I, knowledgeable I, I agree with that I agree with that but the way you read them made him sound like he was okay a, let me read them again a window licking short bus no I will read this as an offensive would you like, genius would you like me to read that uh don't, don't, I have no, to go back let's, 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 let's move on I think the beauty of our current roster is we have a lot of versatility uh, the Dallas Cowboys have guys that can kind of line up. They can do a lot of different things. Hopefully, next year, we can be multiple and present things in a lot of different ways. At the end of the day, we've got our foundation. 
We have our philosophy. Hopefully, we can line up against the other guys and win. Dude, to me, that sounds like a completely different human being. Did I, mean, I just win? Like maybe a genius. I, I, if if he has, if he has, if he ha, he so has. They're saying that I read it in a way that discredited dude, you him. Read it like a. I'm not even going to say it. I can't. He read the man. Well, I wasn't there. I wasn't. I am trying to curtail my words to make sure that. Don't curtail. What is the fuck is curtail? Curtail your words means I didn't want to say no, no, the way you read it the first time that? made him sound like a bicycle helmet, window licking, short bus riding idiot. Have you ever seen a picture of him? He's the offensive coordinator of the Cowboys. So I agree. All I'm saying is the man knows what he's got. If if Garrett and and the organization give him the leeway to make that offense run the way he wants it to run, by God, let's give the fucker a shot. Well, he's gonna get it a can't shot. Can't be any fucking worse than what we had last year. Whether we want to or not, he's gonna have a shot. Tony Romo could could coach. call could call their offense. Two weeks before the fucking game happened. So let's change the shit up a little bit. You still want Tony, Tony Romo. Do I want him to be our offensive coordinator? No. Yes. Our quarterback. I, I'm not. I wouldn't disagree with that. But the man would get killed two games in. would be fucked up. No, otherwise. he wouldn't get killed with this offensive line. He never had this offensive line. But he would be an amazing offensive coordinator. No, I think he would be an amazing defensive coordinator. Yeah, um, so for Cowboys fans, and, and I am, Lance is, we all are. Um, passionate. When, uh, clearly, we're passionate. Uh, we are putting our hopes and dreams for this year, who, by the way, we should make the conference, I'm going to say conference finals, but the NFC Championship game. There's no reason the Cowboys should not make the NFC Championship game if this year. If we do not make the NFC Championship game, this season's a failure. Red Jesus is gone. Absolutely. Yes, too tall. He's gone. There's no question. Um, but when that happens, Stephen will convince Daddy to let him go. Stephen doesn't have to convince Daddy. Stephen's gonna do it himself. His daddy doesn't run the team anymore. Oh, oh, that was a little, that was close. Yeah, so. Um, in her puss, her purse. Steven, oh, God, they're throwing it back. That never happens. Steven doesn't have to, con- here's another thing. All right. The, the crowd's talk getting more violent. Cowboys. They're throwing shit at us. Steven does not have to convince his daddy of anything. That is not, this is not a J.R. and Jock Ewing scenario. All right. J.R. runs the damn Ewing oil company. It ain't Jock. Steven runs the Dallas Cowboys. It ain't Jera. All right? Not anymore. Not for probably three three to five years. Steven runs a draft. Steven runs a team. Steven, Steven runs run a draft. Who do you think runs a draft? Will motherfucking McClay exactly runs through a Steven. Draft. Because Steven lets him. Absolutely. He's the genius behind Absolutely. He's the genius behind all the shit that goes on. Will McClay, Will McClay is, is the, the reason they have draft picks that behind the fucking organization. Ab- Absolutely. I agree one Absolutely. freaking thousand percent. I'm gonna keep hitting Absolutely. that shit Absolutely. because it's fucking true. 
Good God Almighty. We do not need that button. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, Stephen runs the Cowboys. Will McClay runs the draft through Stephen. Stephen will pick it. Will McClay is the greatest thing that has happened to the Cowboys in 60 years. Uh, well, I wasn't going to say 60. I was going to say. I will. Almost 20? Almost no, 20 years? way before that. 60 years. 20 years ago, we were fighting for... Wait, where were we 60 years ago? What's, what's 60 years? Somebody do that. 20 math. years ago, we were fighting for Super Bowls. 20 years ago. And we weren't. We were already past... Troy retired 20 years ago. 60 years ago, we were the Dallas Texans. Next. What are you talking about? We were never the Dallas Texans. Tammy's drunk. So Lance, I got some uh, some fodder for you. I want to I want to I want to I want to take it back a little bit. I want to do some non-sports stuff for a second. All right, this is going to include the peanut gallery. Uh, hang on, wait, 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 wait. Why is Lauren yelling got, at me? We got one more thing from Jeb here. He is is dogging me, saying that I cannot believe that I'm not blowing up about signing Zach for uh, not Zach. See, here we go. Well, Jeff says for thirty million a year. I want y'all to Dude, address Tiger. I listen to you destroy. Jeb listened to me destroy him every week, and I did. I did destroy the man every week. You, you cannot teach. You cannot teach accuracy. Hey, Jeb, when you're here, you can say whatever you want. Bring Matthew. You <laughs> cannot. <laughs> Please don't bring Matthew. Nobody wants to see Matthew McConaughey. The truth, the truth, the, the, the truth is nobody. The truth is about Dak. My truth about Dak is: Am I happy that we're going to sign him for thirty million a year? No, I'm not. Absolutely. But, but is there anybody else out there that could do the job that uh, he's doing with this for team. less? With this no. team for less? No. No, there's not. So. We are given what we are given. We're going to live with it. It sucks. I wished we had Aaron Rodgers. Why? Why? Oh, God. Don't give me Aaron. No. Nope. Nope. You wouldn't want the most Aaron Rodgers. 36-year-old Aaron Rodgers? Give. Put that man on this. You would rather have. Put that man on this team for two years, and we have a minimum of one Super Bowl win. Oh, Put that man God, on this team for two so years. Wrong. We have a minimum you of would rather Super Bowl have win. Thirty-six-year-old Aaron Rodgers for two years than Dak Prescott for the next ten. I want a Super Bowl right fucking. And you don't now. think Dak can do that right now? Ever? We're I'm talking about a ever. career. I'm not saying ever because Aaron Rodgers' career is over in two years. If you put Aaron Rodgers on this team. Tomorrow, tomorrow, within two years, we have a minimum of one Super Bowl championship, if not two. I'm glad you with, think that. With with that dude, with that dude behind center, how many 38 year old quarterbacks have ever won a Super Bowl? And yes, yes, he 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 may be a locker room wrecker. He may be a locker room wrecker, but with that dude. 
and that can throw the ball the way he can and run an offense the way he can, we would have a minimum of at least one Super Bowl within the next two years. I will fight you to my death and That's, disagree with you. I've got a knife over there. I so got a gun you in would the house. rather have thirty-six-year-old Aaron Rodgers for I'm two years? About, I'm talking about a Super Bowl right now. Two years. I'm talking about a Super so Bowl. So am right. I. You would rather have a thirty-six-year-old Aaron Rodgers for two years than a Dak Prescott for ten. And you think you have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl how many in Super two Bowl, years with how Aaron Rodgers than is, Dak Prescott for ten? How many hey. Super Bowls is Dak Prescott going to give me? In the next ten, that's the question. I've got. You a, think zero? I've got. A, You're no, saying no, zero? No, I'm not. I'm not saying zero, but I'm saying right now, because right now is what pays the bills. No quarterback will right give the Dallas now, Cowboys the Super Bowl right now because they right, fucking suck. Right now is what pays the bills. Yeah, nobody. Brett Favre, Tory Aikman, Roger Staubach. I don't give a They're shit. Old. Who you put all on this them team motherfuckers right now. are old. They're Matt all Ryan. old. Matt Ryan. Tom no, Brady. I don't want him. Name any quarterback right now that will give the Cowboys a Super Tom, Bowl in two years. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers would give the Cowboys a minimum of one Super Bowl in, in the two next years. two years. With, within the next two years, if not next year. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, my partner is drunk. Nope, nope, nope. And delusional. His partner, his partner is Absolutely. a realist. Dude, okay, that's th- this. This is a conversation for next week. This might take up the whole show next week. What? Blow me up. What quarterback in the league that's in the NFL right now could join the Dallas Cowboys and give them a Super Bowl in two years? I just named with you. Their current I, just, roster. I just named you the two that could do it. With their current roster, I just named you the two that could do it. If you're gonna pay, if you're gonna pay Dak Prescott thirty plus a year, yep, I am. And you can get, you can get Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady for that money for two years. Would you not take two Super Bowls right now over having to wait for well, him? Yeah, to- any team would. I, I- Absolutely. But it wouldn't happen. Thank you, Tuto. You really think Aaron Rodgers could join the Dallas Cowboys right now and give them a Super Bowl in the next two years? Absolutely. So you think the only thing holding the Cowboys back from a Super Bowl right now is their quarterback? Absolutely. I ain't going to fucking talk. I ain't even got to fucking talk. Absolutely. Why do, why do I even have a podcast? Why is this even happening? I mean, look, so it took Jeb to call me out of the closet and, and to make this happen. But, but, but I'm telling you, look. Lance is coming out of the closet Dak, on the air. Dak Prescott will one day be a good quarterback. You cannot teach accuracy. The dude is off. But I'm telling you, if we brought in Tom Brady. Hey, you want to know something else? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. You want to know somebody else who wasn't an accurate quarterback that won a Super Bowl? Joe Montana. Uh, Brett, Brett Dude, Favre, you are smoking. Brett Favre, Steve Young, none of those guys were accurate. <sighs> Eli Manning. We may need to take a break. Eli Manning. No, we're not going to take a break. We just got to go off the air. We need to wrap it up. Eli Manning, the greatest quarterback of all time in the Eli NFL. Eli Manning has dumb face. <laughs> Fuck Eli. I don't Manning. care what he looks like. 
Got two rings. All right, well, you know what? We're going to bypass the last segment because I had a really funny fucking shit going on, but we're not going to do it. We'll push this next week. We'll do it next week because it was really funny. Or maybe you can slide it in on Wednesday when we do our uh, Colonial Preview Show. Oh, no, I can't slide that shit in. We got to do it for real. So so here's what we need from all the drunk sports pod tards and from all of the drunk dudes and dolls. We need you guys to email us, text us, tweet. Tweet, what is it? Tweeter, Twitter, Tweeter? Twitter. Twitter. Twitter me. Twitter me. Whatever. Tweet us. I am at IndyCar Tim. He is at, at Drunk Big Red. We have the uh, show at Drunk Sports DFW. Who's the best quarterback for the Cowboys going into the next two years? And we will address it. What? 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 Kellen Moore. Christ. Somebody shoot me in the fucking We're going to fight. We're about to fight off the air. Uh, we love you guys. Hey, uh, join I'm, us next week. I'm sorry the recording uh, will not show the fight that's going to take place on Facebook. Oh, it's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to hit this motherfucker in the goddamn throat. Oh, it's going to happen. I swear to fucking God. Because he loves football. I'd say Wade, but oh, my bad. You Wade? Be, you cannot love something and not be passionate about it. I agree. And I'm telling you. We would win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. At least one, if not two, in the next two years. With Aaron Rodgers. Yes. With this current Cowboys roster. You're fucking fucking smoking shit. Absolutely. See, even too tall agrees. You're an idiot. Well, that's up for debate. No, your wife tells me that all the fucking time. I don't dispute that. Um, (laughs) Hey, folks, we got to cut this shit short. Could the Cowboys win a Super Bowl in the next two years? My vocabulary is Aaron Rodgers. My vocabulary is Somebody tell me right now. Two words. Tweet us. It's going to be Twitter me. Twitter me. I want to kindle my boyfriend. (laughs) I'm sorry. You have to listen to this fucking idiot. Hey, Lance. Take us out of here, brother. I hope that all of you have the life that Tim and I do, and you have the friends that we have surrounding us and the lovely brides that we have with you. And just love each other, take care of each other. Uh, Just (laughs) live life, baby. We love y'all. Thank you. Just love Aaron Rodgers. Just fuck off. Thank you for for being with us. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Drunk Sports Podcast. Join us next time off. for more Drunk Sports Talk with Lance and Tim. Until next done. time, here's to you. This is the funnest night ever. <laughs> I thought you were done. <laughs> Absolutely. Big rip. Big rip. Oh my god, that's amazing.